0: I'm not qualified. Everyone's going to know I'm a fraud. What in the world am I doing here? If I was smarter, this would be so much easier. I mean, I'm not a real entrepreneur. Why would anyone listen to me? What business do I have pretending to be an expert? All of these are really common thoughts that many of us have as entrepreneurs. These are thoughts associated with imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is something almost everybody experiences. I'm sure you have, I have but I believe we can use imposter syndrome to help us improve our confidence. And that's what I'm gonna be sharing with you here today on Build Your Tribe. Listen, as an entrepreneur, I mean, as a human, there are times in our lives where you just feel like, I have no clue what I'm doing. I mean, I remember when I first got married, I didn't know how to be a wife. When I got my first job as a waitress, I didn't know how to be a waitress. Like, I felt like an imposter. So many things that we do for the very first time, you just feel like you have no clue what it is you're doing, and our biggest fear is being exposed as a fraud. Today, I wanna share with you some thoughts that I think are going to help you overcome imposter syndrome, use it to your advantage, and shift your mindset. Hey, I'm Chalene Johnson. This is Build Your Tribe. Thanks for being here. First of all, like I said, my name is Chalene Johnson, and I am the founder of the Marketing Impact Academy. I thought I would start with a little story about that. Even the idea of creating a program like this, however many years ago, I wish Brett was in the room so I could ask him what year that was. That idea really kind of overwhelmed me. It made me feel like there were so many people who I had learned from. I had taken every course, every seminar, different trainings, I'd worked with mentors, and I had started to make money online. You know the story. People are making this way more complicated than it needs to be. I'm going to break this down. I'm going to show people the right order to do this in. I don't want to say I want to dummy it down, but like, why do we make it so complicated was my thinking all along. So when I set out to create the Marketing Impact Academy, my biggest fear was that somebody who I learned from would catch wind of the fact that I was teaching some of the things that I'd learned from them, obviously in my own way, obviously giving a lot of my mentors and predecessors credit, but I was still so... Freaked out and it affected my confidence, assuming that one of them might, I don't know, like write a letter to their congressman and suggest that I be banned from the internet. Like, who does this woman think she is? You know, she's new here. She learned from us. How dare she? And, you know, I just felt like somebody was going to call me out. It's kind of exactly the same thing I felt when I was in fitness. And that is that feeling of imposter syndrome. Like, I don't belong here. There's definitely people who are more intelligent more knowledgeable more experienced and the first thing i want to tell you is that that's true there absolutely are there absolutely were and still are people who do what i do and they do it different than me they've been doing it longer than me they do it in a way that's better than me they have their own way of doing things and it maybe it's better but it's more importantly it's different it's better for someone else and the way that i do it is better for the person who needs it the way that i've crafted it and created it And you know, that's exactly the same mentality that I had to adopt when I had to overcome that same imposter syndrome when I got into fitness. Cause you know, I didn't have a degree in fitness. I didn't have a exercise science or any kind of physiology background. I was like, I just like to move and I wanna teach people how to do this. And I'm positive that there are people who, like they went to school for this. So what business do I have doing this? And when you allow those thoughts to seep into your mentality what happens is you begin to suffer in terms of your confidence you don't step out in a way that's as bold as defined as purpose-driven as it truly needs to be to attract the kind of people who you need to help so i want to share with you some of the things i did to overcome it first of all i just you kind of have to just embrace it it's a thing it, you really do have to say to yourself yeah i actually don't know exactly what I'm doing and I definitely am not the smartest, the best, the ist. I'm not the ist, But also, I definitely know more than someone who knows nothing. I definitely am the person who's excited to help that brand new person. I know that there's someone out there who needs it, whatever that thing is, right? The way that I help people with this. So whether you're in network marketing or you're creating your own digital course, whatever it is, I'm almost 100% certain that someone has done it before you and probably has been doing it longer than you. And so you have to kind of get over that and you have to go, yeah, but I know more than someone and it would be a disservice to that person who needs me if I didn't do this. So that self-awareness is really quite huge. Okay, my next tip for you, so if that's the first one, is like just kind of recognizing it and owning it, but also qualifying it. And by qualifying it, I mean, you know, Acknowledging that like I don't have to be the absolute best at this. I just have to be the best for someone, one person, that's all. Because adopting that mindset will help you overcome those fears that you have. You make it less about you and more about them. And that's my second tip is when it comes to mindset, we will self-sabotage. We don't have to say self-sabotage ourselves. It's self-sabotage. We will do that because we've been set up to do that. That's what a lot of us have been conditioned to think and feel that we're not good enough. Only a conceited person would think the world of themselves. But I have to tell you, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, you need to think the world of yourself. You need to change that narrative. You need to change that habit. I was having this conversation the other day with a friend. I said, you know what's weird is, I don't know how old you are, but when I was growing up, when we were in high school, like the absolute most vile thing you could call someone was conceited anyone remember, like, especially if you went to high school, like in the 80s, maybe even the 90s. I don't know. But like that was a thing. If you called someone conceited, that was like the worst possible put down. It would ruin your reputation. But if you think about it, to be conceited just simply means that you you know your self worth. Like I, I looked up the definition recently to go like, how, how bad is it really? It really is just about knowing your self worth. And if you don't have that, you need to pretend that you do. And sometimes pretending is one of the best ways to get there. That leads me to my next point. Being an imposter, I've said this before, and sometimes people take issue with the way that I explain it, but it works for me. So I'm going to share it with you. Being an imposter is not a bad thing. You know, I remember something that maybe some of you can relate to, like driving a car. Do you remember the first time you drove a car by yourself? Like your parents weren't in the car. I remember going like, okay, I need to pretend that I am 20 years old, super cool. And I've been doing this for forever. And I remember just thinking like, okay, so what do the cool people do when they're driving in their cars? And I remember like, okay, so put your arm up on the window, roll it down. (laughs) There was, there were no power windows. So I had to crank down my window and put my arm up, and then I was like, okay, so how would I help put my hand on the steering wheel? And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm fully pretending right now that I am comfortable and relaxed, and I'm doing this based on what I'd seen other cool people who'd been driving cars a lot longer than me, what they were doing, right? And the same is true, like I think about when I brought Brock home from the hospital, and thinking, what am I doing? Like, what? I'm like a, I'm a mom? You're a dad? like how do we do this? You know, we brought the baby, Brock, into the house. I remember thinking I was almost like playing house, like I was playing mom. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? And that's what little kids do, right? They imitate, that's what being an imposter is. Like being an imposter is to imitate somebody, to like, it means like you're trying to trick people, most importantly yourself, into believing that you are that person. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's how we get good at just about anything. You pretended to be a mom when you're a little girl or a a dad or whatever it was, you know, a policeman, a fireman, whatever. You pretended to do that thing by thinking about how do other people behave. And because you copy the way other people behave and what they do, you start to adopt their mannerisms, their way of thinking, their way of being, like the way they do things. And how else would we get good at freaking anything, right? If we didn't see it role modeled and then kind of imitate it. So having imposter syndrome, please know this, is not necessarily a bad thing. I think it kind of serves us in that then we're like, okay, I kind of know how to pretend to be. I did the same thing when I filmed my first fitness video for consumers. I watched a million videos of other people who had done it before, like Jen Miller. You guys probably don't even know who that is. Denise Austin, she is still around and looks like she's 25. Look her up on Instagram whatever she's drinking, I'll have five. And Richard Simmons, I watched all of their videos and I'm like, okay, so how do they stand? How do they introduce themselves? Like I wrote it down, like what exactly what they said. I didn't know how to like hold my hands when I was introducing myself. I I watched the way that they held their hands. I listened to the way that they spoke. I listened to the way that they cued. I wrote down their cues. I did all of these things. And you know what that did is it calmed me because I was like, I have no idea what I'm freaking doing. I've never done this and I don't want to look like an idiot so it really calmed my nerves to just study all those people and then when I showed up on set and I like I stood the way that I saw all the expert or you know all the people who'd done it before me all the people I was impersonating I did exactly what they did I knew what it was supposed to look like now you've probably heard the story before that when I did that the director yelled cut and came in onto the set and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, "Did will tell you something wrong. And she's like, no, no, but like, what, what are you doing right now? I'm like, I don't know, am I doing something wrong? She goes, no, you're doing all right, but like, what is this voice? And like, it seems like really robotic. And this is what she said to me, she's like, the thing that I loved about you when I came and watched your classes live and in person is that you're kind of a train wreck. Like you are wild and unlike all these other like kind of over buttoned up people on on video and I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, that's how you got this gig. And that's what people are going to want. And I was like, really? Wow. You know, it it took someone having to say to me, be yourself. However, I do personally believe I was much better prepared because I was impersonating people I'd seen do it before me. All that to say. That is part of how we shift from who we were to where we want to be. You know, you have goals for yourself in terms of your business and your income, I'm sure, and and your life. And you have to start behaving as though you are already that person. You have to start impersonating. Listen to what I'm about to say. You need to start impersonating the person you want to be. You need to ask yourself, would that person that I want to be, would they do this? Would they make this decision? Would they quit now? Would they lose their patience? Would they become discouraged? Or would they chalk it up to like a great lesson and move forward? Would they be embarrassed of this mistake or would they turn it into a great story? Would they be questioning everything that they did or would they just go for it and know that it's all gonna work out in the end? You have to start, you have to start impersonating the person who you wanna be. Like you gotta start acting that way and thinking that way. And perhaps even most importantly, making decisions in that regard. I think that's probably one of the toughest things about becoming a successful entrepreneur. Hey, I'm going to interrupt this episode quickly just for a moment to tell you, you probably know this. I have another podcast. that's called The Shaleen Show. And The Shaleen Show is, it's about life. It's about health. It's about fitness, weight loss, hormones, relationships, all the things. And a topic that's been coming up a lot lately is optimal health, like weight loss, how to do that naturally, how to live longer, how to have vitality, how to have a better mood, all of those things. And what kind of natural supplements do most of us need because our diets are deficient in them? Some recent research came out that I'm like, okay, entrepreneurs need to hear this too. It's about magnesium. But because of that discussion, I've been getting tons of people asking, well, how do I know what a, I need in terms of magnesium? There's so many different types. Here's the answer. You want to take a magnesium supplement that has all seven types. They're not easy to find, and you've got to be careful when you're buying supplements because that industry is not regulated. So look for a supplement that is GNP certified. Also, do not buy supplements on Amazon. There are nightmare stories. Even if you think you're buying directly from the company, don't do it. I've heard so many, and I've had these experiences myself. It's just never a good idea. Go directly to the company. Now, the one that I use is manufactured by a company called BiOptimizer. I specifically take one called Magnesium Breakthrough, and I take it because, again, it has all seven different forms of magnesium. It's super high quality. 75% of the population is deficient in magnesium. It's going to improve your sleep. It's going to improve your bone density. It's going to help you feel more relaxed. It supports muscle recovery. It just supports a healthy immune system in general. So if you're going to take one, make sure you're getting all seven forms of magnesium. And for listeners of Build Your Tribe, you're now going to get 10% off. You can get yours by using our link. It's at mag, M-A-G, breakthrough.com forward slash B-Y-T. B-Y-T as in Build Your Tribe. And then when you check out, you want to use that code. That's what you'll, you'll see the discount. You'll get another 10% discount when you use the code BYT. So again, it's megbreakthrough.com forward slash BYT. Let me know what you think. You have to start impersonating the person who you want to be. Like you got to start acting that way and thinking that way. And perhaps even most importantly, making decisions in that regard. I think that's probably one of the toughest things about becoming a successful entrepreneur. Okay, so a couple more things I want to share with you about mindset. One of the worst things you can do for your mindset is compare yourself to anyone else. You just can't. It's not going to serve you. It's purposeless. It will bring you down. And the reason why I say it doesn't serve any purpose for you is because all of the factors that make up that person's success or where they are or what they're doing, you don't know them and they don't match yours. I mean, It would be like parents comparing their children. It'll drag the kids down, destroy their confidence. And it's pointless because every single one of us is completely unique. And that's what makes us so special. And I don't mean to sound like woo woo, but frankly, that's what makes you stand out. Listen to what I'm about to say. It's not something major. People think, oh, I've got to come up with like a really unique hook, something totally different something no one else is doing if I'm really going to stand out. And it's, that's not true. You don't. It's all the like little subtle things that make you very different from everyone else who does what you do. You just have to know which subtle things to lead with, to package, to put out there, to tell people about, right? So, you know, for example, the fact that I teach digital marketing, the fact that I teach people entrepreneurship, there's a million people that do that. Are you kidding me? A million people that do it. Some for 10 times more money, some for a quarter of the price. And a lot of them were teaching kind of the same things. So what is it about me that I can do to stand out? I can be all the things that make me different. And I have to choose which ones I want to put out to the world, like the fact that, you know, I have ADHD, that I have a very relaxed style that I shoot from the hip, that I make it messy, that I share like a lot of my failures and missteps and typos and that's what makes it unique to me, that I honor family first, that my, you know, kids and my husband always came first. Like none of these things are like no one else does that. That's not the point. But when you stack all of these things, that's what makes you unique. So please remember that you do not have to have something that's like life-changing or game-changing to be unique in the marketplace, whatever that is, but don't hide it the thing that is like a little weird, a little different, a little unlike your competitors, don't hide that. And that's when you have to kind of drop the imposter stuff. You know what I mean? You probably have seen this meme going around on Instagram, Facebook, all the places, all the www. webs, And it's this picture of all these blonde women, and they all have a white influencer hat on, you know the hat. And they all have like by high boots for fall and like a white sweater and like a different version of the same outfit, right? And they all have like long blonde hair extensions like down to their boobs and they're all super skinny and they're all white girls. You know, it's cute picture. (laughs) All the Ashleys, oh my God, that's so funny. Well, you know, when I see that I'm like, I know we, we tease and we kind of make fun of that, but what's going on in that picture is imposter syndrome, which is fine, but you also have to recognize the point at which you're like, okay, I used impersonating what I saw other successful people doing to kind of get me here and make me feel like, okay, no one's going to sniff me out, but you want to do it just long enough that you don't end up looking like a meme. Okay. So that's my next tip is don't be a meme. Don't end up looking like everybody else where it's like, it's almost a joke because you're imitating everybody else. There's really like nothing that stands out. And I mean that from every single vantage point. I mean, the way that you dress, the way that you talk, the way that you charge, the way that you organize your business, like all of these things, the social that you put out, like be you, you know, even if you grow slower, the right people are going to find you. I always talk about that in terms of my my own social media. Now, Brock and I teach in Hub, and the methodologies that we teach are, are different because we have different objectives, and this is one of the social media points I wanted to share with you, is my objective is not, and it has a lot to do with the fact like I'm at a certain size in terms of my account, and it's not that I'm trying to discourage having new people follow me. It's not that I'm, I, I don't want new followers. I would love new followers, but I also know I don't need them because I have a lot of followers who don't even see my content on the regular basis and I need to get in front of them and the people who do see my content all the time, every day around my stories, I need to go deeper with them. And the only way I can go deeper is by truly being authentic. And if I were posting on social every single day or even twice a day, or sometimes you know, we will post three times a day, which is something we encourage you to do. If you really, really, really wanna grow, you have to post more. But my objective is to go deeper with the people who are already following me. And I I can't do anything that feels inauthentic at this point. So I'm going to show up, I can teach people and say, here's what you need to do, don't do what I do. But if you 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 really wanna grow, here's what you need to do. But do it in a way that's authentic. I mean, I can't tell you how much social media I see that is straight up annoying. Like annoying, it's weird, it's dumb, because I'm like, Haven't I seen this 16 times today, but like just a slightly different person, but is it a different person? I can't tell. And we do trends, right? We follow trends in terms of our landing pages. We follow trends in terms of our websites. We follow trends in terms of our email marketing and all of that is okay to start. Use imposter syndrome as your crutch. How about that? Look at somebody else's website, but don't feel like you need to copy it exactly. You know, I, not too long ago, hired a company to do a a remake of our shaleen.com. And when the company came back with their first draft, I was like, it looks exactly like everyone else's that they had designed. And while one of the reasons why we went to them is we liked their style, what I didn't want to do is look like exactly everybody else's website, just different colors, but everything else is the same. First of all, I didn't like that design. It wasn't me. Does it convert i don't know and i don't care but it's not me i want a website that feels more like me i want a heading and words and copy and bullet points and the things that that appeal to me so be very careful that you don't get stuck in that impersonation stage use it so you're like okay i've got a place to start i can send this sample website or the sample landing page or this you know the way this person lays out their store whatever it is use Someone else who's successful. Use that as your crutch. But don't question the fact that there's parts and pieces of you that need to be interjected. Don't question yourself. You need to boldly believe that you have what it takes. You have something different and it's better. It's better for someone else. Someone's looking for exactly the way you're doing all the things. And the more you believe that, and I mean really believe that, the more successful and the quicker you're going to get there. Stop looking at what everybody else is doing. Stop trying to do what everybody else is doing and boldly be you. Shift that mindset. So you stop beating yourself up and comparing what it is they've done to what you're doing and maybe that's why I'm not getting the kind of success that I'd like. Nah, be patient. You know, someone asked the other day of me, I was doing a podcast interview and they said, what does it take to be a successful entrepreneur? And I said, well, it's not one thing. In particular, I mean, it's several things, right? I think most importantly, though, you just have to persevere. If you have perseverance, you just outlast everybody else. The reason why most people, I don't want to say fail because I hate that word. The reason why most people throw in the towel too soon is just that. They think that they're supposed to be further than they are. And so they focus on where they're at and that there's other people further ahead, they set unrealistic goals, they start beating themselves up, and they're like, I picked the wrong thing, I shouldn't be doing this, I'm not good at this, I got in at the wrong time. You make all of these excuses. When the fact of the matter is you just have to persevere. You just have to keep trying and trying and trying. You know, what's the difference between a business that succeeds and one that fails quickly is just that. Like, the failures are part of the experience. It's part of the journey. So don't quit, be so hungry for an alternative way to do things that you just keep looking and looking and looking. I always say when we bring new people onto our team, the quality I'm looking for in anyone who joins Team Johnson is someone who like, when someone says, oh, it can't be done that way, I wanna hire the person who goes, what? There has to be a way. That's a quality that exceptional entrepreneurs have. They're like, what, the door's locked? Oh, I'm sure we can find a window. Let me get a ladder right? Like you have to have this insatiable desire to figure out another way. Like we will figure out how to do this. There's got to be a workaround. I've got to keep trying this even when you fail because you will. And then lastly, the last mindset shift that I want to share with you is a big one. And so I wanted to end on this one. And it is this, it's just evidence, just facts, right? But the sooner you can make the shift that you're going to get everywhere faster with help, the quicker you're gonna get there. Whether that's hiring an accountability coach or hiring a virtual assistant or someone to, who like wh- wherever you're stuck, because you're like, I just can't figure this out, I'm not good at this. Stop trying to figure out what to do and listen to what I'm about to say. Figure out who can do it. You wanna be the least creative, the least intelligent, the least qualified person on your team. Really, truly. I just want you to have the big ideas and that's a mindset shift that's that's one that is so hard for people to pick up because they're like oh i'm saving money by figuring out how to do this myself but if i take the shopify course if i do this if i do that then i mean there are some things true it does help to do it maybe a little bit yourself to figure out even who it is you need to hire but when i say hire i mean i mean like five hours a week somebody to help you write emails I'm i'm talking like maybe just a couple hours a week to have somebody who can help you create creative Instagram posts. Like you don't have to think of this as like, I need to hire a full-time staff. No, start bringing on qualified people who are better at this than you so they can free you up to be you. You're a big piece of this brand. And that's something we can never outsource. Almost everything else can be outsourced one thing at a time. And it's hard, but it's worth it. The time that I set aside to bring new people into our our team, it always comes back to me tenfold. Financially, from a mental health standpoint, like you can't persevere if you're empty. So, when I say hi, I remember you can bring somebody on even for like, I just had this conversation with my daughter today, she's launching a, a beauty brand and she called today, Sierra, and she said, mom, you know, there's this gal that I've been working with the last couple of weeks what title do you think i propose to her and here's what i think budget wise i could afford to pay her and here are the things that i I think i could probably give her to do i'm just worried that i don't have enough stuff for her and i said sierra you are overthinking this she doesn't need a title just call her up and say hey i love working with you you've been so incredibly helpful to me and i said tell her the number of hours that would be super beneficial to you but you're not stressing it like oh no do i have more things to give her And tell her it could be organic and tell her that you don't have a title other than the fact that she is your right-hand man and then we can let this be organic and we can figure out what it looks like down the road and you just i said praise her tell her how helpful she's been tell her right now that you know you you need her and you you want to see all the ways that she can grow into whatever this ends up being but i want you riding next to me and i really want to compensate you for what you're worth but can we start small and she was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's so easy. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. She was just like, we overthink these things. Like they, we, they have to have a title and like, and we have to know exactly. No, just, just friggin' start. Okay. That's a, that's a major mindset shift. That's a millionaire, multimillionaire mindset shift. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really do appreciate you listening, taking the time to Think about these things and apply them. I hope you took some notes and I hope that you have written down at least one action step. If I may be so bold, I would love to create that action plan for you and have it center around bringing somebody in to help you with something just under five hours a week. What's one thing that right now you could bring somebody on and they could help just five hours a week. And when I say bring them on, you're finding them on Upwork, or freelancer.com or or maybe you've done a post on instagram or facebook and saying hey i'm looking for someone just five hours a week that can do this or maybe find them on fiverr f-i-v-e-r-r.com but i want you to right now make a mental note what it is you're going to find somebody to take those five hours off your plate this week well, I hope you enjoyed that. It was a training that I did for our members. I also want to invite you, if you're someone who's trying to grow your Instagram following, I want to invite you to join our membership community. Brock and I have an Instagram coaching program that I think you would love and you get to try it at any time, 14 days for just $7. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to put the link to that special below this episode and you can check it out yourself. It's called Insta Club Hub and it just it's a shortcut. Remember when I, in this episode, where I was talking about how important it is to just get help? Instagram is one of those things, like, you know how much time it is eating up of your life. So let us help you save a ton of time and attract the kind of people who want to be your customers. Check out that link below, instaclubhub.com. You can get 14 days for just $7. And we would love to have you. It's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. We are done.